Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wondered a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly and that is what TGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefits. Like what changes and that is what we change. That's why I love you. There you have it. Still have an insightful sermon. Glory to God. We share briefly, okay? And the title is do not worry. Do not worry. Okay, so I was praying this afternoon briefly, just asking God what share tonight. And what I heard is this, okay? Do not worry. From Matthew 6 25 34. Do not worry. From Matthew 6 25 to 34. Do not worry. Please. Open your Bibles with me. Turn your Bibles to Matthew 6. It says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or drink or about your body. What you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? 26. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in bands. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? 28. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. 29. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. 30. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire. Will he not much more? Mark that. Will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. 31. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Or how do we pay church rent? <laughs> 32. For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father, look at that. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. Your heavenly father knows you need clothes. Your heavenly father knows you need to make your air. Your heavenly father knows you need to eat. 
your heavenly father knows you need to slay. Your heavenly father knows you need to pass your exams and graduate. Your heavenly father knows these things. Your heavenly father is responsible. He knows you need to look good. He knows you need these things. He knows you need clear skin. Look at that. Your heavenly father knows you need these things. So, I want you to begin to just picture God. Picture God, not just as God, but as, as Papa, as Daddy, right? Your heavenly father that is so good and so loving and so capable. He knows you need these things. Okay? 33 says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all, look at this, and all, oh God, and all, not some, not, not, not a little, and all these things will be given to you as well. 34, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble for it of its own. So God is saying, do not worry, right? So I checked for the Greek word there, worry. It is from Strong 3309. Mary is it's it's um it's pronounced me imano me imano me imano me imano okay it means to be anxious to be troubled with cares okay it it means you know to be drawn apart you know um in different directions it means in you know it means to be divided into parts that's what to be divided into parts like, like to be to, to, to take your eyes off something and be distracted from something else, okay? To have divided attention, to be distracted from, from, from something else, you know, it's something else. So it means to be divided by your worries, your cares, to be, to, 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 to be by them distracted. So he's saying, don't be distracted. Don't be anxious. Don't, don't be distracted by your needs. Don't let them begin to trouble you so much that you take your eyes off things that matter. That is now wonder and worry. Lord, how will this be? How will I pay for this? How will I sort this? Now you begin to get anxious and begin to spoil your mood. It begins to just it begins to take you off things that matter and you begin to focus your focus your attention on on, on basic things. So he's saying, don't let your anxiety, don't let your cares, your needs distract you. Don't let it change your mood. Don't let it change your focus. Right? Don't let it divide you. Look at that. So he's saying, don't worry about these things. Let your focus be right on things that matter. He's saying, if you keep your focus on the kingdom, on the things I sent you, on your purpose, on your assignment, okay, I will take care of you. Okay, I will take care of you. Some people for fear of tomorrow and worry, they are doing all sorts. Okay, they are compromising. Okay, they are um, leaving their vision, their, their, their assignments to chase greener pastures. God is saying, do not worry. And guess what? It is not a suggestion. It is not a plea. God is making a command to you. He says, I command you, do not worry. 
So you are commanded by God not to worry. You see, the believer must learn to take God's word as commands on how we live. Don't take God's word like suggestion. You get, when God says, don't worry, don't say, he's just, he just suggesting to me, okay? He's just advising. He's not advising you. It is a command, okay? Take God's word seriously. Do not argue with the word, okay? We don't argue. We do the word. So if the word says do not worry, then worry has become a legal for us. If Jesus Christ says don't worry, then it means that worry is a legal. Okay? It means that we have as Lord worry and anxiety. That's because for us out of bounds. If God has promised to meet our needs, we must respond with thanksgiving and joy, not worry. Again, if God has promised to meet our needs, we must respond with thanksgiving and joy and not worry. To worry is to doubt God's word. To worry is to say it does not mean it. He lied or he can't do what he said he will do. To worry is an act of unbelief. To worry is faithlessness. Okay? Worry is a distraction. It seeks to drag us into a pursuit of things and of our kingdom agenda and purposes. So God says, um, my darling daughter, do so and so and so. And you say, Lord, you know, how will this be? Okay, how will I pay for this project? They now go into worry and, you know, you need to try to make that for yourself. You are being distracted from the goal by worry. So God says, do so and so and so. But you are there worrying about how it will happen. So much, so much so that you don't take the action, you don't take steps because you are worried about how it will happen. Okay, that is you acting in unbelief. You are doubting God's word. Faithless. So he says, don't worry about your welfare. Don't worry about your well-being. Don't worry about your school fees. Don't worry about your accommodation. Don't worry, don't worry about these things. Your heavenly father knows that you need them. So you must take him at his words. Okay? So refuse worry. Refuse worry. Okay? Philippians 4 from verse 6 to 7. Refuse worry. Philippians 4, 6 to 7. He says, the same thing. Do not be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, okay, don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, look at that, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Again, don't be anxious about anything you must by force or defeat worry you must consistently stay away from worry it does not work look at that but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god look at that present your list to daddy right Present your request. Present your list. Daddy, you know, back then, when we go back to, to school, secondary school, write our list of provisions for daddy, to, for daddy to buy, right? He said, do the same thing to me. Present your request to God. 
and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6-7. This is a command from God. Okay? Don't worry. Rather, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So, don't worry. Rather than worry, take it to God in prayer. Okay? Pray with an attitude of thanksgiving. You know, pray with an attitude of joyful thanks. Knowing that God loves you and that God cares for you. Okay? So, take up the list to God. In prayer and petition. Petition means specific requests. Okay? Write out the specific things. Present your request to God. So, for example, God, I need an iPad um, 11, iPad Pro 11 inches, right? Present it to God specifically. God, I need to pay my rent. Write it out to God. God, um, no, write out everything to God, okay? And do it from a place of joyful things, not of anxiety, okay? Don't be anxious, but rather talk to God about your needs. Write them out to God and send God a letter, okay? That, dear daddy, me, your darling son, needs so and so and so. Because you love me and you care for me, my needs are met. Find your son, right? Look at that. Okay? So, as you pray, pray into a place of peace. Receive his peace in the place of prayer. Okay? Receive his peace in the place of prayer. Then after praying, verse 8. Rather than worry, Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or trustworthy, think about such things. So take your mind off things that should worry you, then take your acts, you know, take your mind on things that are noble and pure, all things bright and beautiful, okay? Take your mind into a place of peace, okay? And let peaceful thoughts overwhelm you, okay? And even begin to imagine yourself having all your needs met. Imagine how you'll feel when that bid is paid, when that skin is clear, okay? When when, when the boy of your dreams comes to your life, okay? Just begin to imagine how to feel. So what are you doing? You are feeling your mind, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, personally, stuff like that, okay? Then listen for what he says. Listen, always listen for what he says. Now, that time when you pray, and God will tell you, you offended the A and B. Call him and say sorry. You know why? Faith works by love. Where our love work is, you know, is not is not right. It can put a plug in our faith. So if I said in Mark eleven twenty five that if you have offended anyone, quickly you know make amends, okay? Because there's a way um poor bad love work can put a plug, can put a clog, right? on our faith work. So, while praying, listen what he says to you. You might say, call Mr. A and just make me everything, okay? Call Mr. B. Just obey whatever he tells you to do. And the peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind. So, 
I did a search also on the Greek on the Greek word for peace. The Greek word for peace there is Strong's Strong's one five one five Strong's fifteen fifteen is Irene. Okay, pronounced is spelled E I R E N E. Okay, but it's pronounced Irene. I don't know. I'm gonna type it down on the yeah. It's typed Irene. Uh, this is what it means, right? It means look at this. Look at this. It means to join, tie together into a whole. Properly, you know, it means wholeness. When all when all parts are essential are joined together, so it, it means when every, every part of your life works well, when everything together is whole. So he said, and the peace of God, everything working for your good, everything you know working out fine, everything in a place of calm and stillness. Okay, will you know will come to you at the point. So God wants to be in a place of peace. A place of wholeness when all essential parts are joined together. Okay, is that the Hebrew word that means security, safety, prosperity, felicity? Okay, it just means total well-being, total well-being. So when we refuse to to worry, you know, you know I told you before that worry means distraction, unwellness. Okay, division. Internal division and peace means wholeness, you know, everything joined together. So he's saying that when you refuse worry, okay, and you pray, everything will come together for you and you will enter into the opposite of worry, which is peace. Peace, wholeness. Now, when you have wholeness in your spirit and in your mind, it will become wholeness in your experience. No, we said it is first within than without. So we pray into a place of inner peace and wholeness. Then this peace and wholeness will come out from within us and come into our circumstances. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Okay, so don't worry, but rather pray about it. Take that issue to God and pray. And when you pray, that thing that should worry you, you know, you enter into a place of peace about it okay and this peace this inner wholeness this inner prosperity safety security felicity will come out into your experience okay so pray god is not saying pray for for prayer sake he's saying pray because he hears you do you get that so i have this in mark 34 that whatsoever you you know pray about believe you receive it and you shall have it so it's not just pray for praying sake. It's praying pray because when you pray and you believe you receive it, you will have it. Okay, so I urge us tonight, every point of worry in your life, decide today to obey God. The man of faith obeys the simplicity of scripture. Okay, takes God at his word. If God says don't worry, the man of faith says, okay, I will not worry. I will obey this as a command. So I urge you tonight because in TGC we are men and women of faith. We take God at His word. So we decide tonight as a church over every matter in our church life and individual life. We decide today that an end has come to worry over every need, over every issue, 
over every bill we say today as a church and as church people as a church members today we refuse worry but instead we come before our papa our father we present to him our requests okay and his peace as a passive all understanding will guard our hearts and minds knowing that he loves us he cares for us okay if he close the bed of the air and stuff like that says he will much more meet our needs Okay, so Christ asked them in Luke 22, verse 35. Luke 22, 35. Luke 22, 35. It says, When I sent you out, when I sent you out, without bags, clothes, sandals, stuff like that, he said, Did you lack anything? He said, Nothing. Okay, so you can trust God. You can trust God. Yeah, I'll tell you again. Luke 35. He asked them, When I sent you without post, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. So God is able to meet your needs. As long as you stay in the will of God, doing things he would have you do, not, not just for profit, but because God said do. Okay? So I, I, I'll just nice. To go back into our plans and see where we have made plans out of worry. Things we knew God would have us do, but we did out of worry. Okay? Retrace your steps and get back into faith. Okay? I will only do what you have me do. Whatever you have me do, I will not do out of worry. Okay? I will not worry. I would rather pray. Is that good? If that blessing, I'm just going to thank God because thank God because you don't have to worry no more. He has promised to meet your needs. He has promised to care for you. Your heavenly Father has promised you good welfare. He has promised you good well-being. Has promised to take care of you. Just give him praise. Just give him thanks. Okay, Father, I thank you because you have commanded me not to worry because I don't have to worry because you have promised to meet my needs. You have promised to care for me. You have promised that all these things will be given to me if I focus on the things you will have me focus on. So therefore, I refuse worry. I refuse worry. In the name of Jesus. Now begin to list your request to God. Those things that cause you worry, now begin to present them to God. Present them to God in prayer. It could be your exams, your career, your job. Your job, your job. Someone needs a promotion. Someone needs a new job. Begin, begin tell God about it. Without worry, tell God about it from a place of joyful thanksgiving. Okay? Tell him, tell him about it. Tell him about it. That bill you have to pay. That debt ever your neck. Okay? Tell him about it. Lord, tonight as we pray for every need, every need we have as in the day the church body, receive your peace. Receive your peace. Peace that passes all understanding. Guard our hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Maria Godosa. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Our needs are met. Our bills are paid. Our health is perfected. In the name of Jesus, every pain disappears now. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Please, I want to go back 
home with this thought. Do not worry. It is not a suggestion. It is a command. You are commanded not to worry. So worry has become for you outlawed. Okay? A man of faith takes God at his word and obeys God in its simplicity. Okay? Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.